Continuing, <coughs> continuing with our theme of Al-Amthal, Amthal fil Qur'an, the parables of the Qur'an, Allah Ta'ala says, بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم مثل الذين حملوا التوراة ثم لم يحملوها كمثل الحمار يحمل أسفارا بئس مثل القوم الذين كذبوا بآيات الله والله لا يهدي القوم الظالمين Allah Subhanahu Wa says, the example of those who were entrusted with the Torah and, did, and then did not take it on is like that of a donkey who carries volumes, like volumes of books. Wretched is the example of the people who deny the signs of Allah and Allah does not guide the wrongdoing people. So, I have two main points tonight, inshallah. The first one is the most straightforward interpretation. The example of those who Hummila. Hummila means to task somebody, to give somebody responsibility. So those who were given, passive voice, those who were given this responsibility of what? Of the Torah. This was a big responsibility that they had to uphold. Thumma lam yahmiluha. Then, thumma doesn't mean fa, not like right away. No, thumma, then after a long period of time. See, if you can't, if you're given a responsibility and you can't get it right immediately, that's okay. I mean, you know, you're still working it out. But if after a long time you still can't get it right, now this just means that you're being what? Irresponsible. They were not taking the responsibility of the Torah. Why? Because they were using it for other than its purpose. The Prophet ﷺ warns us about this. The Prophet ﷺ warns people who seek knowledge for the wrong reasons. The Prophet ﷺ says, مَن طَلَبَ الْعِلْمِ لِيُجَارِيَ بِهِ that whoever seeks knowledge to contend with the scholars, you know, you want to be, oh, look at me, I'm with the big mashaykh, yani, I belong here, I'm so, I feel so good that I can talk at their level, so forth. Or to argue with fools. In other words, I just want to win the debate. I don't want to convince anybody, I just love to argue and show people up, like a, like a chess game, just to see who's smarter. Or to have people's faces turned towards them. I love it when people look at me. It just feels so good. I feel so popular. You know, everybody loves me. It's so great. A'udhu <laughs> billah. If these are the reasons why you study your ilm, then what does the Prophet say? He says, then such a person shall be admitted into the fire. Such a person will be entered into the hellfire. So may Allah protect us from falling into their traps. So this is the direction that they went into. They were taking this ilm for all the wrong reasons. Tayyib. What are they like, these type of people? Kamathal al-himari yahmilu asfara. They are like the donkey which is carrying these volumes, these big volumes of books. Why a donkey? Well, because horses are considered something very beautiful, camels are considered very clever, a donkey is something that's not so beautiful, a little bit dull, so that's one reason. It's uh, kind of an insult here. Also, if a donkey is carrying food or water, it's going to notice. It's going to say, hey, maybe it smells good, maybe I can take some. However, if it's carrying books, it won't care, won't pay any attention. Similarly, these are scholars that, if it's for the sake of dunya, they'll notice. Okay, can you give this lecture to these youth? How much is the, how much is the, what's it called, the honorarium, <laughs> right? Oh, what, no, just the MSA? No, thank you, no, not interested, right? Oh, big bucks, okay, good stuff. Scholars for dollars, as they call them. Scholars for dollars, may Allah protect us. So, in the same way, donkey pays attention to dunya, not to anything deen or ilm nor oriented. Animals, an animal doesn't carry books by choice. A donkey won't carry these things by choice. They're forced to. And similarly, a real scholar loves to learn, loves to practice, and enjoys this pursuit of ilm. However, there are some people who have vast amounts of knowledge, but they feel a sense of disdain for that knowledge. And who is, like, who is this like? This is like shaitan, who was of the people who had the most and the highest most amount of knowledge. And yet, subhanAllah, 
He was disobedient and resentful. He knew, he had great knowledge, but he hated Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He had a frustration and anger towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have to be the type of people who, we, when we give ourselves to ilm, we do so wholeheartedly. We have to not just learn, but learn lovingly and appreciate what we're learning and practice it with a full heart. There's a beautiful saying that says what? Al-ilmu lan hatta You know this expression? Beautiful expression. It means what? Knowledge won't even give some of itself to you until you give all of yourself to it. I'll say that again. Pay attention. Knowledge won't even give some of itself to you until you give all of yourself to it. SubhanAllah, this is the case of ilm. You have to be very serious in the pursuit of ilm. This is a warning that is extremely relevant to us. We shouldn't just say, oh, yeah, Bani Israel, that's them, you know, that's their problem, and we're all, mashallah, malaika. It doesn't work like that. We have to realize this is a warning to us as well, because they went down a certain road and we can follow them, follow them down their footsteps. This warning is especially relevant to us after the month of reciting this beautiful Quran. We are now responsible to understand and apply and convey this message to the best of our ability. Alhamdulillah, in this masjid, I hope that we have done a little effort to do what? To try to understand these ayat, night after night, explaining, going into detail so that we can appreciate what we are listening to. But how sad is it that across the world, countless Muslims are what? Reciting without any knowledge, without paying attention, year after year, it's just ritualized. They never take even a moment to understand one single ayah. Just every year, recite, 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 and they don't have any comprehension. May Allah Ta'ala protect us. These people are what? Allah does not guide the people who are zalimeen, oppressors, those who are doing an injustice. Who are they doing an injustice to? Themselves, first and foremost, because they are ignoring the end that they have. They are ignoring the light and the guidance they have. But number two, they're doing a huge injustice to everybody around them. You know how bad it is when there's an alim who is scholars for dollars, a sellout, you know, ulama uh, sultan, whatever the case is, somebody who is a bad teacher. SubhanAllah, what, does it, what, what happens? Everybody around that person has a tendency to hate ilm, to hate the ulama, to hate the scholarly class. It puts such a bad taste in everybody's mouth, subhanAllah. This is the danger of insincere scholarship. It puts a stain on everybody that is studying their deen. SubhanAllah, may Allah Ta'ala protect us from this type of fate. Now, then that's the first interpretation. So let's go to the second one, which is a little bit more theoretical, a little bit more abstract in nature, but still I think it's worthy of mention. Wallahu alam bisawab. Allah SubhanAllah specifically said what? That it is like the donkey. Which donkey? So you would have expected what? But it's al-himar. So this is very odd. It's as if Allah Ta'ala is saying, it is like that donkey, the donkey, a specific one. Which one? Well, this is talking to Bani Israel. So you have to ask yourself the question, which donkey was very particular to Bani Israel that they were pay paying attention to? Well, the Old Testament mentions that the king of the Israelites was going to enter into Jerusalem on a donkey. They were waiting for their Messiah. SubhanAllah, they're still waiting for the Messiah. We know that the Messiah, alhamdulillah, came 2,000 years ago. We're all very well aware of this. And this is mentioned, by the way, in their Old Testament in Zechariah 9.9. It says that, uh, that the uh, rejoice greatly, daughters of Zion, shout, daughters of Jerusalem, see your king come to you righteous and victorious, lowly and riding a donkey. So they knew that this prediction was coming, that the, that the Messiah, Al-Masih, would come into Jerusalem on a donkey. Why a donkey? Because it symbolizes peace as opposed to a horse, which symbolizes power and warfare, etc. And by the way, the Christians, they say that this was fulfilled. We believe so because, you know, we believe from the Qur'an. But in terms of the Christians, they say because in Mark 11, 1 to 11, it describes Jesus entering into uh, Jerusalem on a donkey. He specifically told his disciples, bring a donkey for me, I want to enter in this way, and they all rejoiced. It's all mentioned in Mark 11, you know, from uh, 1 to 11. So, this was a prophecy from, that the Yehud, Yehud were waiting for, that, that Isa would show up on this donkey, 
and then they completely missed the boat on that one. They were supposed to pay attention to it, and they didn't. They rejected their Masih, Isa alayhi salam. Now, why do I mention this? Well, because Isa alayhi salam is like, subhanAllah, a walking encyclopedia, like volumes and volumes of books. Allah Ta'ala mentions once in Surah Ma'idah, ayah number 110, and one time in Surah Ali Imran, ayah 48, where Allah Ta'ala mentions what? That Allah Ta'ala taught and is, is, is going to teach Isa alayhi salam the book and the wisdom, the Torah and the Injil. Isa alayhi salam was a walking encyclopedia. So when he came in on that donkey, he was like all these volumes of knowledge coming into Jerusalem. That's what was the sign of the Messiah. But they completely disregarded it. In other words, Isa salam was this walking encyclopedia, yet the rabbis denied him because they worked hard, they worked hard to become teachers. And now, now that they're teachers and ulama and big scholars, they don't want to go back to being students. It doesn't feel very good. After you worked so many years to be an alim, and now you're a big sheikh, and now the Messiah comes and you have to go back to being a student. It's kind of a burn. So they didn't like that. So they rejected him. Uh, yes, so one perspective on this ayah is saying what? You Jew Jewish scholars who you had Isa with you, you were carrying him in your, he was from you amongst your people. He was in your town. It's like he was, you were carrying him amongst you. He was in your society and yet you did not appreciate him. You guys are like the donkeys that he himself rode in on. Why? Because that donkey didn't appreciate the treasure trove of knowledge that it was carrying, just like you quote-unquote scholars didn't appreciate Isa uh, that you had Isa amongst you. You didn't benefit from his, the, your knowledge that you had of the coming Messiah. This seems to be supported by the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the very, this is Surah Jum'ah. What's the Surah right before Surah Jum'ah? No, no, both wrong. Sheikh, come on. <laughs> right? Saf, there you go. Surah Saf. The last ayah of Surah Saf is talking about what? Is what? Ya ladina amanu kunu ansar Allah kama qala Isa ibn Maryam. So the very final ayah of Surah Saf, right before Surah Jum'ah, it's almost as if it's introducing this topic of saying this is Isa salam, he came with the truth and he presented himself and yes, certain from amongst Bani Israel accepted him and others rejected him. SubhanAllah, it's the perfect introduction to this topic. So that's why I find this interpretation quite interesting and compelling. Final point I'd like to mention, going back to us, we'll leave alone the historical aspect inshallah In terms of us and application of ilm, I want to remind everybody, don't use this ayah to attack tulab al-ilm. Sometimes you'll find people, when they see a group of students that are memorizing the Quran and they want to put them down, they say what? Oh, these are guys like Himar, Yahmilu Asfara. Look at these guys. My response to that is what? Well, at least they are Himar, Yahmilu Asfara. The one who doesn't apply the deen and hasn't memorized any Quran, he's just Himar, no Asfar, nothing, just Himar. So, subhanAllah, don't insult the, those beautiful youth, mashallah, who are memorizing the Quran and say, well, I don't want to be like them because they're like donkeys with books. Well, at least they got the books. What, what about the rest of us? Awadu Billah, we don't want to be Himar. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from being like a bunch of donkeys. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. May Allah protect us. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.